<laughs> How are you going, Spider? What's going on? Yeah, man. Just, uh, you know, madness before the holidays and, you know, life and lots of stuff going on. Christmas shopping done. Is that all sorted? Uh, well, yes. If you, I guess I have, except for that half of the shit from Amazon hasn't showed up yet. So, <laughs> oh. uh, you know, um, there'll be a lot of late Christmas gifts this year. Damn. Damn. And they're usually really quick, but I guess it's that time of year. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it's fine. I'll be good. Well, man, I got to say, I'm pretty damn excited that uh, Power Man 5000 are finally coming to Australia as a longtime fan. Man, it's super exciting. How, how are you feeling about making that big trek trek down? I'm not the best traveler, to be honest with you, so I'm not excited about that. I was was hoping at this point in our career that, that we would have invented, you know, um, like transporters, like in Star Trek, we just beam ourselves to the next city, but unfortunately that has not happened. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, it's crazy. You know, I've been doing interviews for this tour, and uh, it's pretty weird that you know, I've been doing this band for about 30 years now and just have a place where we haven't gone yet. Uh, it's kind of exciting, you know, because um, at this point there isn't too much that I don't know. I don't, you know, I know what to expect, right? We play in Dallas, Texas, or we play in Los Angeles or wherever. I, I kind of know what I'm in for. Mm. Um, and this is just a, you know, who fucking knows? So it's kind <laughs> of exciting. <laughs> I mean, I hear great things. I hear great things things from all other bands that have gone so um hopefully it'll be a great experience for us so you've never actually stepped foot in australia even for like a holiday or anything no never 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 my closest i've been are uh men at work videos and uh you know the ch travel channel that's about it <laughs> see yeah a lot of people before they come here they've got all these ex expectations of what australia is actually going to be like like it's like some yeah. max you know, kangaroos on the lawn, you know, everything can kill you. Now, everything can kill you, but it, it's right. it's just outside, so you'll be right. Anyway. Yeah, I think it's the uh, giant spiders that everybody, like when people, you know, pull their visor down in their car and there's a giant, you know, giant spider. I think that's the stuff that freaks most people out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, we get that. We get that. But uh, I think you're right. I think <laughs> right. <you'd> be right. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, uh, your recent set lists have been a fair bit of a mix of all your albums. And I, I guess you've, you know, hit that point in your career where you've got so much to draw from, but you still have to play, obviously, the bangers. But being, you know, this is your first visit down under, you know, how deep do we expect the set to go? How far back? Yeah, I mean, we... Um... We try to, uh, you know, look, I, being in a band that's been around this long, it's very easy to fall into the, the, you know, heritage nostalgia vibe. And I don't ever want to do that. So we always try to play some new stuff, you know, off the, the whatever the newest record and also from all the past records. Um, you know, yeah, you're right. Obviously, like it's, it's tough to do a set list without playing when worlds collide or yeah, yeah. bombshell or whatever the song people want to hear. And that's fine. And we always play those songs, but yeah, you're right. It is, you know, I think I, I don't even know how many albums we have now, 11, 12, I'm not even sure. So it's difficult to choose 
you know what to play sometimes and you always get the guy in the crowd yelling for the song that you're not going to play <laughs> and uh hey. we tend not to play a lot from the very first album sometimes nothing like every once in a while we'll throw in a song from the, in the first album being mega kung fu radio not because a lot of people yes. people our first record is tonight this night um because we always get we get it's like we get bullied into playing old songs by old fans like come on man you gotta play the first album and then we do and no one and everyone's just like what the fuck's that song so we decided <laughs> that we that. So, yeah we, oh, we try to try to mix it up for a little bit from everything you know i'm that guy though yeah and i promise i won't be that guy because I, I as i said i am oh. yeah I mean, you'd be like no you shut the fuck up yeah, yeah. i'll try not to i'll try not to but uh you recently uh released uh, this this banger hey Oh, well, somebody released that. First time. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I was surprised to see that on vinyl. I mean, that is... Uh, so many people have been asking for that mm. um, on vinyl, and uh, it finally came out. Some Somebody licensed it and put it out. So, Wow, because this... Yeah, I so you you weren't behind it. I thought you... you no, no, no. I mean, I, I you know, it, it's interesting, as with a lot of bands, and especially with older material, it's like, they're my songs, but I don't own them you know what i mean they're part of yeah. a collective universal music whatever so uh you know it's kind of up for grabs for people to you know go in and, and if they want to pay enough money they can license it and put it out on vinyl and i'm happy they did um because i think it's been requested almost more than anything uh in the last few years so it's kind of cool to have it out i don't even have one so if they're listening you could send me a free one that'd be cool you know yeah they should i mean you're on the floor. What a strange business. Yes, it is a very strange business. But, you know, that album just absolutely rocketed you into the spotlight globally, even down here. You know, like I remember the day I first walked into a a music shop and was like, what's this? And picked it up and listened to it. And the rest is history. But, you you know, at what point in writing it did the whole concept come to you you know like the the sci-fi and uh, the themes yeah i mean i always uh, you know i grew up a nerd you know for lack of a better term i love science fiction horror mm. comic books animation you know that was my world that was my yeah as so many people do um but i always felt like you know it was it was it, very little in music like representing that you know um like in other words wearing your pop culture influences on your sleeve. And we did it, you know, we did it a lot lyrically on the first album, but we didn't have money to like, you know, do cool videos or, you know, do custom wardrobe or anything like that. So we were still in like, you know, camo shorts and t-shirts, even though we were singing about, you know, all this other shit. So, you know, I always kind of had this, in you know, this idea of sort of bringing all those influences and, and, and creating a band that, went beyond just, oh, that music's cool to a point where it's like, like your fans kind of feel like they'd be your friend if they knew you because you'd like the same movies and read the same books. And you know what I mean? And I, hmm. I always liked that idea, you know, and, uh, and a few people did. I remember like thinking that a little bit about the Beastie Boys. I was like, they, I feel like I know those guys because of what they talk about, you know, and the references they, they put in their songs. And so, that became just a thing. And then, like I said, we got some, we actually got some budgets to make some cool videos and, uh, 
So I was like, well, fuck it, man. I want to make a Flash Gordon video. I want to do this. I want to do that. And um, thinking all the all the along the way that no one was going to get it. Like I, you know, I was like, we are definitely putting the nail in the coffin as forever being the weirdest little cult band in the world. You know what I mean? Like I didn't think that this would translate to as many people as it did. And I mean, I think a lot of it was timing and, you know, 1999 was definitely a time where music and especially heavy music, there was a large variety of images and sounds and personality types. And I think that we got lucky to sort of fall in a moment where, you know, that was accepted. And, you know, even MTV was still playing, you know, was playing our videos and stuff alongside Britney Spears and yeah. the Backstreet Boys. And, you know, it was, a, it was definitely a unique moment that came and went fairly quickly. But I feel really fortunate that we sort of hit that mark, you know, when we did. Because if we didn't, who knows what would have happened. But you survived it too. You know, where a lot of those, there were a lot of the smaller bands during that scene that, that are just, you know, some of them are coming back, making little comebacks and stuff. But you've been consistent throughout the years. You know, you've released really great albums, you know, and you've changed a little bit. I yeah. mean, obviously, you know, the album, each album you've had different, you know, sure get ups and stuff like that. But, you know, do you, what do you think that's, 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 other than the music and and that that's that's kept you going was it the fans i think well it's a, it's kind of like um somebody once said what's the what's the trick to a long marriage and the answer is don't get divorced yeah. and I, <laughs> I think that's kind of true with the band it's yeah. like don't stop don't quit keep going you know because because i know a lot of the bands and the people that came up with us and and i think a lot of them struggled with that it wasn't 1999 anymore, yeah. you know, and they weren't on the, you know, on the top of everybody's list as, as the cool thing, you know, and, and they couldn't deal with that and their egos got the best of them and they, and they just couldn't, they had a really hard time surviving the sort of roller coaster ride that is music. So, you know, I think that's, that's sort of the, that's the sort of the trick for us was just, or for me anyways, because I'm the only original guy, but it's to just, put your ego in check, realize that, Hey man, this year we might be, you know, squashing 12 guys in a van next year. We might be back on a bus. Maybe we get a song on the radio. Maybe we don't. And, and who cares? Like, like this is what we signed up for. This is a band. This is about creating music about, you know, um, just until you don't have anything else to say, then there's no reason to really stop, you know, until it's just no fun anymore or, I can't physically do it. I don't really see any point of like stopping. I'm not going to stop because of external problems, you know, like, Oh, we're not as big as we were. We're not doing, you know, because there is a, there is also something about longevity that you, it definitely comes in waves. Like there have definitely been moments where I felt like, wow, we're, we're at our lowest that we've been, but then all of a sudden you're on this ride again because enough time has passed. And now there's this whole fascination with this time period and these bands and all these young bands are like, you know, using bands like power man as influence. And suddenly we're, you're back being like more relevant. And so you just got to keep going, you know I mean? And just keep doing what you do and, and, um, and be okay with where you're at. You know, I think that's really the trick. And your fan base, like it's just crazy. Like people love power man 5,000. All around the world. I mean, I remember like, well, there's this, 
this VHS. This is how old school I am, dude. I even VHS. <laughs> I remember yeah. watching it and all the crazy fans like all over the world, Japan. Yeah. Man, like, have you seen some of the people from that footage at shows like later, you know, yeah. caught up with them? Yeah, actually, yeah, there have been a few. Um, we've had uh, like, Japanese fans that we, you know, we haven't been to Japan since the, I think it was 2000 and they, they'll show up here in America to see us. Wow. And I think one of the girls is from that video and she's remained a fan ever since. Um, and it is funny how you become, you're such a, you, you, you know, you have such a, even if, even if people do grow up and maybe grow out of your band, you've left such a, um, an impact on them. You know what I mean? It's, it's cool. Like that's, you know, and I think about why I do what I do and why what's important is sometimes not only is it just to express yourself, but like it's the it's the influence you leave on other people to then go do their thing. You know, what I mean, I mean, I would be, you know, people in my some of the most important people in my life are people I never met, you know, Stan Lee, you know, oh, uh, George Lucas, you know, uh, Joe Strummer. Like these are people I don't know, will never, you know, but they somehow they find you in the world. They connect with you. And then he inspire you to, to do your own thing, you know. You met George. So hopefully, Lucas. we've had that. Uh, we've had that influence on somebody, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But you met George Lucas. No, I said I haven't met him. These are I was oh, saying these sorry. are people I haven't met. But oh, I'm just saying sorry. the people that come into your life that oh, you, yes. sorry. they influence you through their work, and you may never meet them ever in your life, but they've they've changed you. You know what I mean? So, and that's what that's what music and film and you know art does. Yeah, people, so absolutely, man, and changes people. Like as I said, like I've been a fan for a very long time, and you know, I I cut my my teeth on singing singing along with your stuff. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. you know what I mean? Like early early days when I was starting singing, and here I am singing death metal seventy years later. Totally different <laughs> style, but man, like it's all part yeah. of this man. So, for sure. No, I, I feel like um a lot of bands, you know, in the nineties were like the gateway band. I, I hear that a lot. Like if it wasn't, I would have never gotten into heavy music if I didn't hear you guys. Like it was, there was something about that time that a lot of people galvanized. And I think it was because it was sort of treated, you know, on the same level as other music, as, as pop music and, you know, bands like us and Manson and Korn and whatever we were, you know, we, we were treated as if we were just like, you know, in sync. And so, when a young kid was watching MTV and then suddenly one of our bands came on, I think it was just like, you know, yep. opened up a whole new world, which is, you know, what happened to me when I, when I was 13, 14 and found like punk rock bands, I was like, Holy shit, there's more out there than Elton John. You know, I was like, I can't fucking believe that these bands exist, you know, and it changed everything. What about vocally for you, though? I mean, you discovered those bands, but when was the, the moment you went, oh, I can I can do this? Like, discover Yeah, well, that, I mean, that was punk rock and then later, in a similar way, rap music. Mm. Because I, you know, it's like when you listen to, like, a, you know, when you listen to those magical bands of, you know, you listen to Led Zeppelin or, like I said, uh, Elton John or whoever, it's like, I can't fucking do that. You know, like, and I, you know, I knew that, like, it was like, I loved music, but it seemed like this magical, unattainable thing. Yeah. Right. Like, it was like, that's for really fucking special people. But then you find bands, you know, Black Flag or, you know, Minor Threat or whoever, Dead Kennedys. And 
and then you know listening to like the beastie boys or nwa and i'm like fuck man like no one i could do that i think like that sounds like that makes sense to me you know it's not about being technically proficient or being able to have a four octave you know it's about having a fucking attitude and just like so those are the bands that i mean that's the music that influenced me because i finally found stuff that seemed attainable you know that i feel like do that so obviously if you listen to power and you kind of that makes sense it's very like rhythmic it's very you know it's not you know it's light on melody and it's about it's just more about that sonic blast you know which is you know a pure a straight influence of of punk and and hip-hop and and uh yeah so that's how that's the only reason i even had the courage to try to do anything well i mean you you've definitely got a very unique voice you know you know it's you when you hear it you know you're not Uh, yeah i mean i i I think i've always been i went through a period where like i was kind of envious of other singers like man i wish i could sing that good and then i realized like i'm glad now i'm like i glad i'm glad i couldn't because then i would just try and copy them Mm. and so i was left with just doing only what i could do at the time and so yeah inevitably if you do that you're going to develop your own style and i always felt that recognizability in a vocal was more important than you know technique or whatever i mean you know you know what the jokes about like what what would happen if Bob Dylan or Mick Jagger went on American Idol or something or, or Australian Idol. I assume <laughs> right. uh, they would make it past the first round, right? They'd, they'd be voted off instantly. But these are people with the most recognizable, distinct qualities in their voice. And to me, that's way more important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, I mean, that's another thing is your brother and you have both very different vocal styles. But you grew up in the same household. Was it the same musical influences for both of you guys? Or did you sort of yeah, think, branch out? I'm sure there was some differences in in, but I mean, I think yeah, we, we you know we definitely grew up listening to the same same stuff and a lot of the same influences in mm. terms of like aesthetic, you know, movies and comic books and stuff. Um, so there is a there is a, a yeah, it's different. There is a similarity. We definitely have a very similar speaking voice, so I think it comes through in uh, the vocals too, but. I think I was more of a punk rock kid and he was maybe more of a like if there was like you know I, when I think back to being really young like he was very much into like Alice Cooper and Blue Oyster Cult or something you know which is obvious right and then I was much more of like at the time like Sex Pistols and you know that that kind of stuff so I think that even though we both love the, those influences crossover I think that those at least at a young age was sort of the maybe a little bit of a defining thing you guys do sound good together when you when you jam the odd occasion. Like I've seen videos and and of course it's on the record. You know, yeah, it's, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, got- it doesn't happen enough. Once in a while, we'll we'll have a chance to do it. You know, like on this last summer, we 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 did a we did a song on stage together a couple times, and then, but you know, it's tough to bring that together. It's like this, it's 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 uh, you know, everybody's always so busy, always always yeah. doing just like, but. Maybe someday we'll do a you know a Christmas album together or something. <laughs> That's hey, put me down. <laughs> imagine I could just that. imagine it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a speed metal, it was a speed yeah. metal Christmas <laughs> album. Go completely out of out of. 
but you, man, you're also a really great filmmaker too. You've got such a great eye. Like you've just recently released uh, Allegoria, which yeah. just, is is just incredible and and scary as fuck. Like, oh, visually, dude, visually it's so dark, and there's things in there that I've I don't think I've seen done before. So obviously, is that something you want to do more of? Have you got more ideas to go down that route? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I it's something that I've always been passionate about, but never really took the plunge until recently. And so, uh, yeah, Allegoria came out, and that was like a that was a direct result of like the COVID years of not being able to tour. And it was like I'm going fucking crazy here. Like I don't know when I'm going to be able to go back on the road. I don't know what's up. So I was like, what am I going to do? And that was when I was like, well, maybe now's the time. Maybe this is the universe saying, like, go make a fucking movie. And so, you know, I managed to, uh, you know, obviously when you see the movie, you can sort of see that it's very, you know, limited cast and small, you know, one or two locations for each story. And so, um, yeah, so that was, you know, inspiring. And then we you know, shot it. We just shot another movie. So that's coming out next year. It's called Bury the Bride. It's another horror movie. So we've been on a tear with the movie thing. And, uh, you know, I want to gear up next year for, for a third feature. So I want it to definitely be like when I'm not on the road, I'm making a movie. Yeah. When, I'm good, when I'm done with the movie, I go back on the road and try to try to do this back and forth kind of thing because it's become a really exciting new challenge, you know. Like I said before about music, it's it's very rare that anything new comes my way. I kind of can, you know, I become very like, comfortable with the music thing if i if i have to play a festival and there's fifty thousand people it's like yeah, yeah whatever not a you know you know no butterflies it's like <laughs> been there done that yeah but man we screened allegoria in front of a hundred people and i was like sweating bullets so nervous just like and it's exciting to have that kind of new challenge uh in front of you you know and and so uh yeah it's cool i mean i like i said i've I grew up, you know, just so into movies and, and so it's, it's great to kind of start to put my own little stamp on my, my own, my own work. What if uh, someone like Marvel, you know, backed up the money truck at your front door and were like, go uh, make a, 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 go make us a Marvel movie. What, what would, what would you do? Like Fantastic Four? Oh, I'd love to see. Or. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody's done that right yet for sure. Yeah. Uh, I love, you know, I always wanted to, I always thought, so. I don't know if you know, uh, 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 well, the name Power Man 5000 was directly influenced by the superhero Luke Cage, Cage who was yeah. called Power Man. And and uh, I, uh, I always thought it would be a really, really fun to tackle that because I don't think they've ever done it correctly. I think they modernized it for like a series, but to do it like a Power Man movie based, based in the 70s uh, would be really fun. But I don't think it would have be rated r and i don't think marvel would go for that you know but, uh, <laughs> but yeah i mean of course like look it'd be amazing to get that kind of opportunity um but uh you know we'll see i mean i i enjoy i oddly enough enjoy like the the limitations of smaller movies i think it it it, it forces you to be creative and you know influence people by what they can't see instead of what they can see yeah. and uh so Someday, maybe. But for now, I'm okay with doing my little indie movies, you know? Well, that's okay, too, because I like them. I like where, where, where you're headed with that, brother. But, uh, of course, uh, The Noble Rot. I love that album, dude. Oh, yeah. thank you, man. And so good. But, uh, of course, I mean, the million-dollar question is, are you working on some more new tunes? We've got another Power Man on the way. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, we were supposed to deliver the record months ago, but just writing songs. The more songs you write, the harder it gets for me. It seems like it would be easy at this point. Like, oh, yeah, man, I can fucking bang this shit out. But it, it's not. <laughs> I find writing song really difficult. Um, but, yeah, pretty much have the whole record written and sort of demoed out. So uh, the ideas and then right in the new year is just to, you know, get in there and polish it up and finish it and have it out this, this coming 2023. So Dang. yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. Pretty excited about it. Some really weird shit. I think this record is going to be like really strange, you know, because writing some songs that are just like, I don't know, man, but you know, it's funny. I, everything I think that fans are going to reject are the things they embrace the most. So I feel like they expect, the unexpected from us so yep. like when we like you mentioned noble rot when we released black lipstick as a single i'm like oh man people are gonna hate this <laughs> it's so like you know dark wave new way you know it's not it's not heavy in a traditional sense and it's very and i that was the most positive response we've gotten to a single in i can't remember how many years so it's like it just goes to show you sometimes you know don't underestimate the audience to be accepting of something new you know instead of trying to rehash the same thing over and over which we'll try not to do for sure Gotta go with the weird sometimes brother because yeah for sure. some crazy parts man but uh <laughs> talking about that man hey i uh can't wait to see you down here very very soon we're only like what a couple of weeks away and uh you're That's gonna be fast and it's gonna come up quick and uh i'll be in brisbane I'm gonna go grab that meet and greet and if you don't mind i'll get you to sign my vinyl right in there absolutely i'll absolutely enjoy that but uh mate until then thanks again for hanging on the show have a great chrissy and i'll cheers you with my boy mug and uh nice. see you soon brother thank you yeah thanks for having me pleasure talking talk to you soon hey bro